fantasy football has become a major reality for millions of fans. Makes him off to the 30. He's gone. He's gone. What a move. It takes skill to win your fantasy championship, separating the zeros. And he goes to the near side, and it's picked off. Intercepted. From the fantasy heroes. Down the middle, it's caught over the shoulder in the end zone. Buckle up your chin strap for the fantasy fix. Today, we're pleased to be joined by Joey from RotoRadar.net. Joey, thanks for taking the time. Let's start with our takeaways from what happened last night on Thursday Night Football based on what you saw at Alfred Morris. You're going to keep him in a starting lineup for the rest of the season as the playoffs are upon us in fantasy football. If the matchup dictates, uh, absolutely. They're, they look like they're going to give him the volume, so might as well stick with it if the matchup looks good. Joey, breakout game for Joe Mixon. Do you think he may have turned a corner, or was it the Browns' defense? Well, I do like him going forward, but he doesn't have any obvious elite matchups. That being said, the Browns' defense was great to start the season, but some key injuries have really changed things for them. Joey, we know the strength of what's going on in Jacksonville is their defense. So it's the Jags hosting the Colts' divisional matchup on Sunday. What's the outlook for Eugene T.Y. Hilton? Oh, it's bad. It's bad. Uh, <laughs> um, he's just uh, he's just not not come to play lately. I, I hate to say it because he's he's won me some won me some good money this year a couple of weeks, but there's a couple of weeks that he's just destroyed my lineups as well. And I know that that pain has permeated through the DFS community because you've heard some terrible stories when he either scores 30 points or three. So his matchups coming up the rest of the season are, are terrible, except for week 17. And unfortunately, by that time, most of our leagues are going to be wrapped up. So sit him on your bench or cut him. Joey, when Juju Smith returns, are you hesitant about using him because of his injury or are you going full goal because the Steelers have been safe with him? I love Juju the rest of the season as long as the rest of the season starts next week, not this week against the Bengals. I don't like that matchup at all. So if he does happen to play Monday, I mean, it's, it's a coin flip as to whether he'll be, he'll be usable or not. But the rest of the season – uh, they've they've opened the offense up to him, and, and it looks like they're going to use him the rest of the season uh, in a lot of situations that could be very beneficial for your team. Yeah, we're sticking with that matchup. We saw Martavis Bryant make a few plays Sunday when the Steelers had a rally to beat the Packers. Would you have Bryant in your lineup for the Monday night matchup against the Bengals? I do not like the, the Bengals matchup. They have some really uh, – top-level cornerbacks, and I, I expect that to be a slug match. I don't expect to see more than 40 points scored total between those two teams. It's a rivalry game, and those teams, they, they usually don't have uh, high-scoring affairs. The Adrian Peter, Peterman, uh, excuse me, the Adrian Peterson experiment is just three weeks long in fantasy. Uh, what would it take for you to use him again for the rest of the season? I'll play him in season-long leagues because of the volume he's getting. I don't see too many great matchups for him the rest of the season, but he's still a top 20 running back in my book. Fantasy Fix, Joey from rotoradar.net. Joey, if we're talking actual reality in the NFL, 6-5 and five Detroit on the road at 6-5 and five Baltimore is a game filled with playoff implications. And we know that it's crunch time in fantasy football, so would you have confidence in Danny Woodhead against the Lions? It really depends on what you what you feel is is the Baltimore game plan. Um, I really don't like that running back situation, to be honest with you. It's just too muddled. They're giving all three of the running backs just 
too equal of a split. So unless it's a situation where the Lions jump out to a huge lead and uh, the Ravens are playing from behind, I just don't think there's enough of a ceiling to trust him unless you just have no choice. Who are your top three quarterbacks this weekend? Well, Tom Brady's the obvious safe play. Um, I really like Drew Brees. Uh, I, I I can't believe I'm saying this this late in the season, but he's actually a sneaky play, and I feel he's going to be under-owned despite being at home. Uh, the running backs for the, the Saints have really taken over things, but this Carolina defense is really good against the run, and I think it should, uh, should funnel quite a bit of uh, offense towards the pass game. And my high-risk, high-reward guy is going to be Jameis Winston this week. Uh, there's a lot of risk to him, but the price he is on the, the DFS sites He's the, the only person in that price range that has the ability to have a ceiling as high as the big guys. Joey, I feel like I can share a personal story with you. I got out of fantasy football for a couple reasons. I have no life. I'm talking football with Cordell 15 hours a week. And then most importantly, I didn't want to be in the room with anybody for four hours for the fantasy football draft. But when I played fantasy football, we had an old school league with two starting quarterbacks. That is a conundrum. So if somebody's in one of those leagues and they're desperate, any confidence in Geno Smith against a batter at Oakland secondary on Sunday? I can speak from experience. Our home league is a two-quarterback league with a power flex where you can add a third quarterback. So I promise you Geno Smith will be in, in somebody's starting lineup this week. Uh, I don't have a lot of confidence in him. I actually think the Raiders are the best value defense on the slate, for whatever that means. <laughs> and I can't believe I'm saying that. <laughs> it's all right. And who are your best three running backs this weekend? Well, anybody, anybody can tell you Le'Veon Bell and Fournette. They're the obvious ones. But some of the overlooked ones are going to be Melvin Gordon. Um, he's going against that Cleveland defense that people think is still good against the run, but it's not. And he's just he's kind of left uh, left some people feeling pretty rough about his performances the past couple of weeks. So I I kind of expect him to rebound and have a big game. Uh, the chalky play is going to be Jordan Howard against the uh, the 49ers, obviously. And then this is this is only if Aaron Jones doesn't play. But if Aaron Jones does not play, uh, Jamal Williams is a must start uh, this weekend. And the Packers made official putting Ty Montgomery on the IR today. Joey, we want our listeners to always have access to the best information. What should they know about Roto Radar? Well, whether you're a seasoned vet or new to DFS, uh, Roto Radar gives you unprecedented access to some of the best DFS minds in the business. And I'm going to put you on that list, Joey. Joey, thank you for listening. I don't tell everyone my fantasy football story, but I felt a personal kinship with you. Well, I appreciate it. And, guys, I absolutely enjoy it. Uh, I'd be welcome to help you anyway, anytime. Thank you, Joey. Have a great weekend. You too. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on TuneIn.